Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If you enjoy We've Never Been Clicked, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud. Tonight's brand new intro music is courtesy of The Gold Poles. Please follow them on Twitter at Gold Poles USA. That's G-O-L-D-P-U-L-L-S-U-S-A. Welcome back to We've Never Been Clicked. This is Cuppy Cup with Good Bull Hunting. And tonight, as I sometimes am, I'm joined by Rush Roberts. How are you, Rush? I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. Pretty amped up for the, the first week of college football. Yep. I should note that we're recording this during, I guess now it's overtime of Tennessee and Appalachian State. We like to record this at the most inconvenient time for our guests, especially tonight, because we have Reddit CFB moderator. Bobak, username honestly underscore. You can follow him on Twitter. He's usually manning the account at Reddit CFB. How are you tonight, Bobak? I'm great. Thanks for having me, you guys. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us on short notice. Uh, so are you able to watch the game or follow the game as we're recording this? No, no, I'm not. And it was quite an interesting game. Uh, I kind of had a feeling this was going to be a bit of a surprise, uh, <laughs> having, you know, knowing what I knew about App State and Talking to Vols fans who were all looking forward to Bristol, it just seemed like this was going to be, I, I honestly, I thought the Vols were going to probably win, but I didn't expect it to turn out like this. But at the same time, I'm not shocked. Right. Well, maybe Rush can give us in-game updates as the, as the recording progresses. Is the game over yet, Rush? No, uh, Tennessee just scored in overtime by the quarterback fumbled into the end zone and an offensive player recovered it. Okay, (laughs) nice. Well, I guess we can consider this payback from the Texas A&M fan base because I think many Aggies believe that Reddit CFB hates Texas A&M for one reason or another. So can you address that, Bobak? (laughs) <laughs> sure. Um, well, uh, we we don't hate uh, Texas A&M fans. Um, uh, we do get that quite a bit. Uh, a few years ago, I think uh, Florida State fans in particular thought we hated them. Well, everyone this, did, right? Well, you know, <laughs> certainly one player got his fair share of drama, um, whether it was warranted or not. I'll leave that up to your uh, listeners to decide. Now, Obviously, this past uh, offseason, Baylor has certainly brought um, some interesting drama their own direction. Some of their fans have said that we have it out for them. Uh, Although, to be fair, it's not entirely over. I mean, the whole situation kind of just ended. You just kind of got a new coach who, like John L. Smith at Arkansas, sort of materialized at the last second. Hey, do you guys remember the old Wake Forest coach? Hey, Grobe's here now. So... I think kind of that sort of uh, issue passes from from fan base. I mean, here's the thing. My own background is uh, I did undergraduate at the University of Southern California, um, a.k.a. the real at USC, a.k.a. the evil empire on the West Coast. So 
I certainly know what it's like to feel like everyone uh, doesn't like your fan base. The funny thing is we've had Texas fans also say we're against Texas. Um, <laughs> I haven't even stepped foot in the state of Texas, I'm, I'm uh, ashamed to admit, uh, other than airports, which I don't count. Um, I want to go to Texas. I want to visit it. My wife had a chance to go to Austin and I couldn't make it. Not that I would I would love to visit College Station as well. I like visiting uh, the cathedrals of college football. In fact, I was kind of disappointed. At one point, it sounded like USC and Texas A&M had a home and home ready to go. Actually, this year, in fact, the only reason we're playing Alabama on Saturday is because usually we, we have a home and home with a P5. Mm-hmm. And we were hoping last year was going to be the Coliseum visit. And then this year was going to be the visit in College Station. And as a guy who likes college football a lot, that was one of those stadiums that were kind of always circled. I figured I would never get a chance to see a USC game right. there. But the fact that we got so close and it just sounds like no one ever signed the contract from what oh, from I had the, no the idea. This was even something that was possible. Rush, did you know about that? Yeah, I remember hearing about it a few years ago, but it kind of never made it out of the discussion stage. I see. So it, it's uh, basically UCLA kind of stepped in so, <laughs> from what I can understand. Okay. Yeah, we were talking to Oregon, too. And that. Fell oh, through, yeah, so. I remember that part. The uh, it seems like based on what you're saying, Bob, back that there's this crazy correlation between extremely negative press surrounding different events and characters and the perception that Reddit is out to get a fan base. Yeah, because I mean, one thing Reddit, uh, I would say arguably it's both a strength and a weakness is that we tend to pull a general college football audience without it devolving completely into what most people would characteristically call the ESPN comment section, or if you're old enough, the Yahoo Sports comment section <laughs> back when Yahoo News was something people used, right. but, uh, I, or YouTube comments. I think we, I think SB Nation has an affiliation with Yahoo, so I'm just going to speak favorably about them. Yeah, Yahoo's great. <laughs> Yahoo's, that's where I go. I still use the Yahoo search engine. I, if that I, exists. I still, I'm old enough to still have a Yahoo email. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, in that sense, you know, while we're able to have all the fans, sometimes it can kind of turn into a lot of fans from a lot of different, uh, you know, the, the, the views of a certain fan base can be colored by their arrival. And I've got to say this much. This I will completely admit. I can't think of two fan bases that seem to get more angry at each other. And and we have Alabama, Auburn, we have Ohio State, Michigan, but Texas and Texas A&M, you guys, I mean, it's actually to me as someone who's not really invested in any particular Texas school and for goodness sake, obviously this summer has been sort of Baylor's year to sort of be the magnet for sure. everything. Um, but, uh, but it's just, it's something else to see that kind of, um, uh, cause things get personal pretty quick between the two fan bases and you can tell there's a sort of un, uh, unresolved, uh, issue that needs to be resolved. And I hope eventually, uh, the, uh, administrations of both schools get them to play again, uh, in some form or another. Cause it just seems, I mean, I know some of the fans sound like they're thrilled with it. I don't know what, what you two gentlemen are, but, uh, it seems like that's something that needs to happen. But part of it, the reason I mention it is those kinds of passions spill over. I mean, I, uh, we've learned again, not being familiar with the traditional rivalry. I've learned so many of the terms that you guys throw at each other mm-hmm. um as pejoratives you know i remember somebody's like oh well they like to call us sips i'm like what does sips mean mm-hmm. tea sips i'm like that's an in- insult well, it's an insult I from mean, from like 1910 i think 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you put on your monocle and uh, and then call them derisively college boy, you know, under your breath or something. Um, <laughs> well, I, so, I think there's this layer of each fan base pretending that we don't care about the other that makes it even more. Uh, I don't know if interesting is the word or annoying. Enter- entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah. Well, it is because it's like a. I got to tell you guys, it's like a romantic comedy. All of the audience can see what's going on, and yeah, uh, everyone just sits back okay. and revels in it. It's great. <laughs> oh shoot, that's funny. Yeah, it's you always know, funny to uh, hear from uh, someone who's removed from the situation and objective talk about uh, how disgustingly obvious the rivalry is, even though yeah. <laughs> none of us acknowledge it anymore. Frankly uh, speaking, I think if it were from my if, it were, if I were to give a suggestion and again, I know this might come over really badly. But, you know, again, being a USC fan, being used to being the uh, I mean, even gosh, I, I went to USC when we were terrible. The highlight of my three years at USC was watching the Trojans lose in the Sun Bowl to uh, uh, TCU average. Well, yeah, exactly. TCU. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah Francione was a rising. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about who I'm talking to. Right <laughs> now. Oh, my God. I got to meet him, actually, uh, last year when he was at the Sunbelt Media Day with Texas State. Oh, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, he was, uh, he was, uh, you could tell he's a guy who was just sort of, eh, you know, they're paying me, so I'll show yeah. up, you know, and I'll coach a team, but, uh, <laughs> it kind of, I kind of got that vibe from him. Um, so anyway, uh, being used to being part of sort of the evil empire, uh, USC fans actually embrace it. And I think some of the others do, you get some Texas fans who are into that. Some, not all, uh, you get definitely some Ohio State fans who are traditionally in that evil empire network, along with Alabama and Notre Dame. Um, USC fans, though, I always joke our tweak is we're the evil empire, but we're like the the rich uh, a-hole evil empire. And and we kind of, uh, unfortunately, to some extent, we gleefully embrace that. Um, we're like, if you were a fan of Tiny Toons, I always say we're like Montana Max um, of the college football world, just sort of the, uh, you know, uh, I remember I was watching, gosh, this was several years ago, a Fox uh, sports broadcast of Stanford versus USC. And I can't remember who, what's his name, but he kept saying, this is an F-150 versus a Maserati. And the, uh, in the Maserati was supposed to be USC. And USC fans would be like, I, all right, sure, we're <laughs> awesome. Yeah, of course we're driving a Maserati. Stanford gets this, the pickup truck, you know, I mean, it, it's just kind of, um, we embrace the the evil nature of it. And with that said, I think it would behoove um, uh, the Aggies to embrace the fact that it, it's so fascinating. You guys have such an interesting culture. I don't I don't like when people call it culty, but it's definitely quirky and it's hilarious. I love it. It's uh, you guys have the tradi- a level of tradition. Um, and I know you guys love that word, but I mean, but also the, I, I didn't mean it just to, 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 to pander, but the tradition upon, cause my, my big thing about college football is I love the pageantry. I love the traditions. Right. I love, you know, uh, cause USC has a lot of, we're, we're more on the pageantry side of like putting on a fun, a big show with the whole Roman theme and the Coliseum and we're the Hollywood school and whatever. But I like that. I love going to like, I've been in Nebraska. I've been to, um, Notre Dame. I've been to Ohio State. I've been to a number of big colleges, and I just love going in there and seeing what people do. And the the sheer depth that you see 
with the uh, Aggie fan base and the Aggies traditions is just impressive. And uh, I think you guys, I think it's funny too, because you can tell some, some of the fan base and I, and I know the people that are, are feeling uh, sometimes attacked by the, the general population of Reddit. I sound like a prison, but you know, the general population kind of trying to shiv them or I don't know, but anyway, you know, uh, I think a lot of that isn't obviously the entire fan base, but there's a good portion, I think of also the Texas A&M fan base. I've seen that sort of embrace it and sort of like, yeah, that's who we are. Um, because I think that's a fun part. I mean, all USC fans aren't spoiled brats, but sure. at the same time, when when the, the time calls for it, we are willing to step up and <laughs> be the dishonorable Trojan uh, that we all are uh, said to be. Well, I think from, um, from what I've observed, some of the more self-aware Aggies in our fan base have found their way over to Reddit. Oh, I can assure you, too, that there are a couple of pockets of Texas fans that really, really think we're out to get them. Um, <laughs> and I know this because we've actually had a couple of mo- we have a couple of moderators. Um, well, actually, we have one moderator who's affiliated with Texas and we've had several who were affiliated with uh, Texas A&M. Hey, Bobak, can you give us a Fulmer Cup update? So I think uh, Texas A&M usually does pretty well if you consider doing well to have a lot of points. Um, but I think this year we kind of kept our noses cleaner than we than we have in previous seasons. Yeah, you guys did. I mean, the SEC was fairly well represented. They they did better. They did better in every possible category in the sense that um, not only did they score the highest uh, uh, total as a conference, uh, but they hi- they scored the highest per team. Because sometimes there's that question. Well, you know, oh, the Pac-12 came sh- close. They came in second this year, um, but they only have uh, 12 teams. But no, I mean, even if you divide it up per team, the uh, SEC dominated. But this year, Texas A&M, I would say they they did okay, but they didn't come even close to the top 10. However, we did get Georgia tying for second and uh, Kentucky in fourth, Alabama tied for sixth with Florida. Uh, So I think the SEC did pretty well overall. Can you briefly explain what the Fulmer Cup's all about for listeners who aren't familiar? Absolutely. It's my pleasure. It was uh, started in 2006 by actually one of your uh, colleagues at SB Nation. Uh, I think before they even joined SB Nation, it was at Every Day uh, Should Be Saturday, ED, uh, EDSBS. And um, Spencer Hall came up with a concept. They ran it for several years. And in 2013, uh, they decided they were getting tired of it. So in 2014, we asked them if we could take over. So for the last three years, uh, Reddit, uh, Reddit's RCFB has been running it. Um, we give it a separate Twitter account at the Fulmer Cup, uh, as well as its own section of Reddit. So instead of like r slash CFB, it's r slash the Fulmer Cup, but it's it's run by us. Um, and the concept is pretty simple. During the off season, uh, it's a parody award that tracks the criminal achievements of uh, college football programs during the off season, declaring a winner. So the way we assign points is when a player commits a crime while they're enrolled at the university. So that kind of helps us figure out if a recruit or if a a departing student is still uh, qualifying for points. When they're still at the university and assumably still on the team, they – we – Find out what they were charged or arrested for. And we need to see that kind of evidence because otherwise we don't deal with investigations. We don't deal with any of that stuff. It has to be. I mean, it's a parody award. We don't want to make it that overcomplicated. Right. And the credibility so is very important. Cr- so you want to make sure that you're accurately representing <laughs> these things. 
Yeah, we, we, we report no crime before it's time. I don't know if that... <laughs> The uh, that's a, that's kind of an older reference. I'm not sure if everyone's gonna to even recognize that's a reference to uh, Paul Maison wines, but uh, we'll just pretend uh, you made yeah. it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a genius, really. Um, so anyway, uh, as a consequence, we end up with some interesting scoring. I mean, because it's sort of a fun award, we don't really care about making it completely even, but uh, the scores range in all sorts of um. All sorts of things like petty misdemeanors might be a single point, uh, murder, uh, which we jokingly would say was 20 points, thinking no one would ever do it. And then the first year we take it over the, is the first time anyone in the Fulmer Cup kills another person. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, it, that was heavy. Uh, and what made it even stranger is um, we had a guy from William and Mary who decided to try and become a drug lord. So he uh, got arrested on like. 20 charges, something like they just threw the book at the guy. So the problem is he had lots of little scores that just ended up being some crazy total. He had like 68 points, which is unprecedented. That's like a team winning <laughs> the entire thing. Um, and in fact, it's funny. We try to prevent one player from dominating the entire award. So the rule is to win the team award, you have to have at least one other player I see. Uh, commit a crime. And it's funny because sometimes you'll get fans helping us hunt those other players. That same guy from William and Mary, the drug lord, everyone was like, oh, he's not going to count in the team award because no one else got charged. Somebody, I don't know how did they, they did frame it. up another player just to make them eligible. <laughs> Pull them no, they speedy. found that one of them had jaywalked on vacation in Maine. The guys <laughs> from William and Mary in Virginia, and they found another offensive lineman had gotten like a municipal ticket for jaywalking. And we're like, all right, there's the evidence. You got the citation. All right, oh man, we've got a team score, people. One extra point. The internet is <laughs> a terrifying place. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, uh, we enjoy surfing that particular uh, that particular wave. Um, who who was number one this year? Is it it's oh, over uh, right once oh, the season starts? It is over. It is over. It starts the the moment uh, the national championship game ends, uh, and we we that became relevant because last year uh, we actually had an Iowa State player get arrested for DOI that night, oh, okay. so he kicked off the Fulmer Cup. But uh, the, it, and it goes until um, the day of. Uh, the first uh, D1 game. Okay. We go by D1 because we, we allow FCS to participate as well. Sure. And um, yeah, this year it was all Colorado. They just jumped into the lead with one guy. And and to be fair, he got a supporting help by a couple of other players who did some other crazy things. So what is uh, what's the scariest subreddit? Wow. Um, goodness. You know, I have to, I'm going to, I'm going to caution myself here because <laughs> there's, there's a, there's certainly, um, a, cause it's interesting too. The last time Reddit no longer, for some reason, uh, lists the exact traffic numbers on their about page, but when they were, and it was still increasing at a rapid pace, because Reddit itself is the ninth busiest website in the in the United States. It's after Twitter and above Netflix, so it gets I think roughly so just below Texags. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Texags. I think they're like above Yahoo. <laughs> so, um, so the uh, uh, so with that said, there's there's an incredible amount of traffic that comes in the website. So there's some that have gathered in the in the the darker portions for lack of a better word, the kind of a, the wackier portion. So really, actually, it might be even a better way to phrase it like this. Whatever you think the scariest 
section would be probably <laughs> it exists in some dark corner. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say this. They got rid of all the illegal stuff, which kind of had sort of slowly crept in, which is good. Sure. I think um, you've answered the question about why they hide the traffic numbers. <laughs> so, Bob, can we get your Texas A&M uh, season record prediction? Hmm. As a complete outsider, I'm curious about how you think we're going to do outsider. You know, I want to I want to have this in front of me because I want to go through this step by step so that you'll know. Are you going to pull up uh, our schedule? I'm pulling up your schedule because I don't feel comfortable calling it off the uh, the top of my head. Are you going to give us the win over UCLA or are you going to go in state? Oh, I'm a rival. I hope you guys (laughs) uh, I hope you guys embarrass UCLA. Make them make Rosen regret that he said that uh, uh, after 50,000 fans, it's all the same. Give me a break. I mean, okay, maybe if the acoustics are perfectly done and for some reason people seem to say Autzen is like that. And I've been to Autzen. It's loud, but it wasn't like Ohio State in the, you know, when they were screaming at us the entire time and my ears were ringing at halftime. I'm almost certain Kyle (laughs) Field gives that. Well, our our dirty little secret is that it's going to be 96 degrees. So. 50,000 of our fans will be inside in this new luxury suites. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it will be about 50,000 yelling, I think. So um, uh, let's see here. I'm going to give you guys a win on UCLA. Uh, Oh, wow. Prairie View A&M. Jeez, that's uh, that's going to be a push. That's going to. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. You know, (laughs) people might fall asleep. Um, So let's see. Auburn. I think you guys will be able to take out. Auburn. I like where this is going. Arkansas. You know, I don't even know what's going to show up with Arkansas. Wait, were you guys playing that? Jury World. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, then you guys are going to kill them. I think you are. And a neutral, I don't think, I think when Arkansas is at home, they become a little bit more dangerous, unless they're playing Toledo. Okay, so uh, far, but, if uh, we if we get to this point in the season with the, the 4-0 start, there will be Heisman talk and national championship talk in College Station. So yeah. we're, we're, oh, we're yeah. ready for the letdown. Keep going. Hey, do you know, did Vandy beat South Carolina tonight? No. South Carolina really? came Must back. champ was too no. much. Oh, wow. Mm, Coach Boom. So I still think he'll beat him. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Tennessee, after seeing what we saw today, do you guys have a running back? Uh, we have. Yeah, we have like three. Yeah, we have several. Oh, you're going to kill We have Keith him. Ford uh, from, uh, he transferred from Oklahoma, so he should be pretty good, I think. Alabama? Who knows? Maybe we'll lose. Maybe we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll prove that they're uh, maybe USC fans will or uh, USC's team will prove that they're uh, a paper tiger. Uh, I wouldn't count on it. Um, <laughs> if I you give us Alabama, us. I'm just going to stop this right now. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> no, but, uh, no, it's just pandering. Hey, hey, you guys have done it before. This so is like it's not like this is like talking to Clay Travis. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> New Mexico oh. State. Goodness, I, I you're gonna kill him, but I'm kind of curious to see what team even shows up because they they are just the most um, cursed team in college football. Because I, I followed them a little closer because I went to the Sun Belt Media Day and I actually like to talk to the different coaches. Mm-hmm. Are they the Aggies? And, is is know, it that one or? They are the okay. Aggies. It's going to be the it's Aggies. It's a big rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, heck, they're just going to be happy you, you even scheduled them. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's I, how we I, feel I about all teams. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to be pretty easy. And, uh, the funny thing about the way he, I remember he even said, like, my entire offense relies on my quarterback. This was actually before the 2015 season. And I, I met his quarterback. He was at Media Day. And when I look at a football player and I'm like, 
Dude, I, I don't know if you can take a hit very well uh, with giving your physical structure. I wasn't shocked that he got, unfortunately, uh, knocked out of the rest of the season um, midway through. So, I mean, that's that's the kind of situation. That Those are the kind of cards they draw at New Mexico State. And obviously, they're going to be independent um, now because they've been, in a few years, they're cast out of the Sun Belt. Oh. Now, Mississippi State, Mississippi State, I think you guys can take them on. Ole Miss, we'll see. Uh, I'm curious. Are we undefeated right now, or did you give Alabama the win? Oh, I'm going to give you at least one loss okay. here. Maybe two. Uh, there's there's some wild card games there. I'll call Auburn and, and Arkansas more likely to be, and and, and obviously uh, Tennessee to be kind of question marks. But I'm going to I'm going to give faith in you guys. Um, and uh, huh. Do you guys in Texas say UTSA? Because I always read it and I say Utsa in my head, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they don't say. Yeah, it. we're U- UTSA. UTSA. Yeah. Okay. And LSU, you know, actually, uh, it came up earlier. They're the team I'm the least. I, I know the, I, I don't know if they're going to be, if they're going to meet expectations or are we going to get less smiles of genius? Or are we going to get, you know, oh, whoa, why did he make that call? And, uh, and they kind of come in late. But at the same time, you guys have them at the end of the season. And we haven't, they we've might. not beaten them since we've joined the SEC. But yeah, we did take their defensive coordinator. So, I think the playoffs on the line, right? Based on yeah, your yeah, that's that would be one it. Loss. Will it be two? Will it be Alabama and uh, Texas A and M in the college football playoffs? Oh, it's or, it could be uh, Texas A and M getting snubbed, and they're kind of in the fifth spot, and then a bunch of indignant mm-hmm. Aggies uh, never let the story die. <laughs> that's a, that's the most likely yeah. scenario at, at this point. I think I could see that. And there are there's a uh, there's okay. a small but vocal pocket of Aggies calling for someone to be fired after the one loss season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think every fan base has that group. I mean, uh, especially um, especially being a USC fan, I've I've seen that crazy. Even during the Pete Carroll years, after you know being in the wilderness for a decade, people would be like, "Oh well, we lost a game," you know. <laughs> Pete's lost his touch. I'm like, seriously, right. seriously. <laughs> oh, you man. know, every time they to be undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> how does your poll? I know you have a, your own college football polls. Can you tell us how that works real quick? Sure. I'm happy to. Um, I, uh, one of the, one of the, it's now coming into our seventh year running the poll. It's actually from before I was a a moderator or even an active participant on, uh, uh, the college football subreddit. But basically we have applications to be a part of the poll. It's made up of, I think right now over last year was 200 and something, but now we have a little over 300 voters and we don't just pick voters, um, out of a hat, we actually have them send in applications. For example, we let people return if they want to, as long as they've been voting on a consistent basis. So this year we had 82 spots to add. We had over 1,100 applicants to be members of the poll. And um, uh, I should say when we select the people out of that 1,100, we're trying to try, we're try or, excuse me, out of that 1100 we try to build a base that reflects 
the the entire spread of college football as well as the percentages to match uh, a little close to the number of fans on RCFB from those particular schools. So, for example, a school like Texas A&M that has a good representation on uh, RCFB in terms of the total number of users who select it, uh, select the school as their uh, username flare, as their little logo next to their name. Um, we keep track of those numbers. So, Texas A&M would get a higher percentage than, say, the other Aggies at New Mexico State, who, you know, they might get one or two voters in, uh, but it's not going to be a high percentage at all. Is is Texas A&M ranked? The important question. <laughs> in your preseason poll? Oh, my goodness. You know, and here I am like, uh, I got to check that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're in, um, well, uh, you're in others receiving votes. Okay. 168 uh texas has 120 okay so, so at least ooh. you knew what to go to immediately and what we cared about it was not yeah, not if we're right. ranked but how we how we stand relative to texas i'm amazed baylor even hung in that we have them as number 25 but although i think some of the other polls had them even higher than that um, yeah i think they did the, I, saw, I think i saw them at yeah. 22 or something in one of them yeah, they're at 23 and 21, I believe, uh, okay. in the AP and coaches. I just averaged it real quick. Yeah. So <laughs> it looks like we actually didn't put anybody in our poll who is really in the others receiving votes. So it looks like we kept fairly close to the uh, yeah, and, to what the two major polls and have And preseason, right I mean, you're more likely to be influenced by the other polls and that kind of thing, too. So my my last question is probably the most critical one. Has there been any have there been any rumblings or some kind of pent up demand for a second AMA with me? Oh yeah, you guys are always welcome. If you guys both want to come, or if it just wants to be you, that's I didn't that's I didn't say anything uh, about multiple people. Okay, we'd love to have <laughs> you back. We would love to have you back doing an AMA. And I, we thought it was so nice when you when you participated in our little uh, inaugural awards show. Um, that was a real blast. Uh, it was fun to, to kind of put that together. I don't even remember you. what I did for that. It was a video or something? You did an interesting video. You actually kind of got the emperor uh, uh, template that you like to use. To, oh, to that's right. Yeah, I have that. So, still have the anonymity thing going. We can, we can yeah, get one of our fine. real authors to do it next time. All right, Bobak, I think that's all we have for now. And we would, we'd love to have you back in the future, particularly when, when Aggies start making news by running through this schedule, as you've predicted. And thank you, Rush, for joining me as usual. Thanks for having me. And, and everybody uh, enjoy some college football this weekend. Thanks so much for having Giggum me. Guys. And, and fight on. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, gig them and fight on. Absolutely, that's a that's a nice pair. Right. <laughs> gig them and fight on. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>